Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. This is a little bit different. I am solo here. Uh, this has been a while since I did a solo podcast episode. So uh, there was quite a bit on my mind from some recent experiences. And normally I'm a big journaler. I'm a writer to get these things out. But uh, instead of breaking it down into a lot of different pieces, I thought it could be a good time to jump on a solo podcast and express a lot of thoughts that are going through my head. Um, first off, for everybody that is listening, who has been a fan of the podcast and um, has provided feedback on it, thank you so much. Uh, seriously, I absolutely love doing the show, connecting with all of these amazing minds in the world of strength, sharing stories, developing connections and relationships and being able to share it with you. So thank you so much for listening and uh, you know, I hope I'm <laughs> hope I'm doing a good job for you. I really appreciate it. So, uh, so I wanted to jump on because this past weekend I got a chance to go to a special certification weekend at the Strong First Lifter certification uh, in Chicago at the Dome. Really interesting thing for me because uh, I've been to the Dome before. It was eight years ago since I went for my Level Two Strong First Kettlebell certification, but. What I didn't realize until I found a nice Facebook memory that popped up was it was actually the same weekend, uh, exactly 12 years before that, that I went for my first kettlebell certification with the RKC in St. Paul, Minnesota. So a, a, a dozen years in this world of strength conditioning, specifically with this community, um, and there was just a lot that went through my mind over the weekend on... Uh, it was such a special weekend for me, not just regarding um, personal gain, the things that I was attempting to do. I'm going for an elite instructorship with the uh, with Strong First. Uh, I have one more thing to do, completing the bench press, and then I will be there. Uh, everything else is, you know, went great. So I would get into training a little bit, but it was more so just the the energy of this community that is so powerful to me, and it was something that I wouldn't say I. I'm take, I took for granted, but over the last year and change of tr transitioning a lot in my life and in business, going from in-person coaching to online uh, entrepreneurship, uh, it's a lot of solo days. You're with yourself. I'm connecting a lot with people, but a lot of it is through Zoom connections, through phone. Um, so being able to connect with a group of like-minded people um, have that kinship with people together. I forgot how important that is. So, the to really break this down uh, into so this isn't a two-hour-long uh, podcast about every single thing that went on this weekend. Is uh, to start with. There's really three things that I took away from uh, this past weekend. Um, from the certification that I want to address. But before I even do, just to take a quick uh, time travel back 12 years ago into when I first got started with this. Uh, I fell in love with the RKC system from connecting with some people like Brett Jones, who came to my gym that I worked at at the time to do an FMS workshop, got a chance to chat with him because he was a master RKC at the time, started following Pavel Tatsulin and realized that the system of how they put this together was something I was really intrigued by and really uh, wanted to aspire to understand more. So I trained for it. Um, I trained super hard, had no idea what I was doing, um, but then went and it was one of the most um, life-changing events in my life, uh, not just for the physical things that we had to do and the tests that we had to pass, but just 
feeling a part of a, a community and a like, a like-mindedness among these people. It was so powerful. And at that event, I forget who it was that said it. Um, it could have been in the manual, but um, right at the end, they said, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. And now I know what that means, but at the time I really didn't know because all I was focused about was just getting through this weekend of doing the test, performing the standards and getting that shirt that said I was an RKC instructor. But when they said that, what I realized now is that just because you are a part of the community, now it's time to really learn and to get deep into it. And there's a quote that has stuck with me for very long that I'll probably say a couple different times over this podcast, but it's a quote by Beethoven who said, do not only practice your art, but force your way into its secrets for that and knowledge can raise men to the divine. And I always realized that as a uh, recognition of pursuing something bigger than just progress. It's pursuing mastery. Um, and I've learned that many times over the years. But to go back to that weekend 12 years ago, I came back and I was elated. I was super excited to start implementing the things that I uh, was learning. But I came back to an environment, the place that I was working at, really didn't want anything to do with it. They um, didn't think kettlebells were uh, that important. It was just a tool. They didn't understand the system. And so I kind of was almost deflated a little bit from that energy that I got right off the bat. Um, it got reinflated a few different times of going to different workshops over the years. But for many years, I just kind of felt almost solo in this, uh, you know, in this venture. And, but I knew that there was a group of people that I you know, kind of did the same things with, there was these other instructors that we had this like-minded and this bond, you know, with over the time. And certainly eventually I left that place I was working at. I joined an incredible team with some great friends into a kettlebell studio, started to perform a lot of these, um, you know, systems and really put them into play, built a beautiful business. Um, A lot of stuff happened since then, you know, COVID came, things changed a lot. And now being a uh, solo business person, building an online business, as well as a podcast, um, these systems have never felt stronger in my life of how I work with it. So, uh, but now going into this past weekend of the Strong First Lifter organization, first off, it was, if not, I mean, I've been to a lot of them before, but I would say, I think I learned more in this weekend than I ever had in any other certification before. Um, and it's hard to say that because I, you know, it was 12 years ago when I started this. So I, you kind, it's kind of hard to put yourself all the way back there. Um, I know I learned so much in that realm, but I've been doing kettlebell training for so long that I've learned so much that a lot of the things that I've learned from going to different events or assisting at different kettlebell events and certifications, a lot of the stuff that you learn is very nuanced where I'm kind of a unicorn as a strength and conditioning coach. I really haven't used the barbell at all. Um, I've done some work with deadlifting, with some zercher squats, like a couple things here and there, but really it was almost two years since I began training for this specific certification that I even touched a barbell. And for some of these lifts, like, like uh, back squats, it was over 10 years since I ever did it. So I was really kind of out of, out of my element in, uh, in many ways. And that's one, that's the first thing out of the three that hit me in the SFL of things that we should aspire to do of pursuing strength and building mastery in our life. And that's the first one is get out of your own element. Um, doing things that we are not good at, or we are a beginner at is something that is not comfortable. You know, it's something that you don't have a lot of reference points on. Uh, you're just going in through, a lot of faith um, that you're doing the right things, but then eventually you get to these uh, 
you know, positions, you get to these events and then you're getting led by amazing instructors that are really teaching you the ins and outs of it. And then you start applying it. So I learned so many golden nuggets from the leaders that ran uh, this SFL, um, you know, Fabio, Annalisa, Equan, uh, the assistants, I will, I'll give them shout outs uh, in a bit from there. They're absolutely incredible, but being outside of the things that you're comfortable with, the things that are outside of your element and challenging yourself in different modalities, in different uh, elements, in different tools, you know, to use, realized down the line that there was not a lot of analogies that I could use from what I learned from being a strength and conditioning coach for so long and a lot of this stuff in kettlebells. But then I saw the feeling of it, of using a different tool in the barbell. And so I learned more in these three days over this weekend than I think I have in any other short time frame, at least in a very, very long period of time. So the first thing I would uh, recommend of anybody who's going into these events is get out of your own element. If it's something that is nerve wracking or uncomfortable for you, that is a really good sign that this is something that you should be doing. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is invest in the best. Um, and this can go in a couple different ways. So um, there's some great cliche things that we can say of, um, you know, connection is currency. I've said that a lot on the podcast before, um, you know, your network is your net worth. Um, every time you get surrounded by people that um, are like-minded, who are, you know, great at what they do, it only builds you up. So um, when I was thinking about this, one of the things that I wrote of, of, well, what do you mean by the best? Like, what, how do you know it's the best? And the best thing that I could come up with is it's people who make you feel great while simultaneously challenging you to be better. And those are the people that in this community, especially in Strong First, I felt that everybody has such a a kindred spirit. Everybody's excited to be around other people and they're aspiring to reach their own goals. They're excited to talk to you about yours and they're challenging you to get better. So you're feeling great in the process of learning. You're not feeling that you're out of your element. Nobody's, uh, you know, saying anything negative about it. Everybody's just aspiring for you to get better. But those two things I think are so important when you're really surrounding yourself with the circle of people, you know, to strive and be successful is they need to make you feel great, but they also need to challenge you at the same time. So a lot of people can make you feel just great. They can give you praise for a million different things. And they're just kind of giving you that unconditional support. You might have parents that are like that. You might have a spouse that's like that. Um, But if they're not challenging you at the same time to keep progressing and getting better and being better than you are at that moment, then it's great. It's good praise, but it's not driving you to that next level of success. Um, An investment, it's really in a twofold thing. Number one is it's money. I mean, putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, I've heard that a lot from people in Strong First events is it's an expensive thing to go to. It's a investment. Um, you know, some of these events are, you know, $1,000, $1,500 to go to, plus you're going with hotels and airfare and, you know, food and all these things. It's an expense to get there. But the instructors and the leaders that put these things on put everything that they have on the table to giving you the best that they can. So you're getting the maximum value from these people. But the second part of it, and um, just one more point on, on that too, is investing in coaching. You know, I've had coaches in my life that, have become some of the biggest influences in my life because I've invested in them. I wanted to be around those people and to gain their knowledge um, to do it and support them in their businesses and the work that they do. 
But the second part of investment is time, like putting, like spending time with these people and connecting with them. Like I know for a long time before that, when I was brand new into uh, this organization and other organizations, I was kind of like the fly on the wall. Like I was just taking everything in, um, but not speaking that much. This time I was asking every single person I could any question that popped into my mind because I'm like, I want to spend time and get as much knowledge from these people as possible that I can put it into my head and see how it can help me, which is going to eventually help other people as well. So spending time specifically in the, in the presence of these great people, these great leaders and instructors, as well as the attendees from there. That was the one thing that I saw from this SFL that was so powerful is we had a group of 24 or 25 people. I don't think there was one person in this entire thing that had any ego the entire weekend. Um, everybody was just so pumped up to cheer everybody else on. Uh, we were in groups of four for many times. Everybody is instructing and helping others. Uh, there was such a excitement and energy when anybody you know, got a cue right and they just excelled in their technique or they hit a PR or they passed the test afterwards. Like it was nothing but just sheer joy and excitement and not anything that was disingenuous. It was just genuine, uh, genuine effort. And I'll, I'll shout out one of the instructors here, Annalisa. Annalisa Naldi, love you to death. You were absolutely amazing. But I saw her in this uh, and this one thing where she was teaching with, uh, with Fabio, they were uh, heading up this event and we had one guy who was there who missed his bench press test on the first day. And you get another chance to do it on the second day or on the third, um, and dialing his technique. He wanted to try on the second day. And there's certain parameters that they have to do. Like certain people have to see from different angles. And Annalisa was on the side. He was, she was watching, uh, this guy do his attempt and he grinded through, he got this through, everybody's cheering him on. And he finished that, uh, he finished that um, lift. And what I saw in my head, and I was a direct line, is I saw Annalisa's face and the sheer excitement and the joy that she had from seeing him complete this lift. You would have thought that he was her client for 20 years and she just saw him do something they were trying for years and years down the line. The sheer look of pride and excitement and energy for seeing somebody else succeed in this was one of the most genuine things that I've seen from any coach in my life. And that is just such a representation of the people that are in this organization and in this community um, that I realize how powerful that this community has been for me because I've seen that in my own coaching. I get so excited working with people when they achieve this. And I know it's because I have borrowed this energy from other people that I've learned from over the years, specifically in this community. So that's the second thing is invest in the best, be around these people, not just by talking and communicating, but get that time to go to events or to get meetups together to, you know, just have that energy to just feel that connection, that bond, that shoulder to shoulder type feel. And then the last piece of it is pursue mastery over pursuing progress. Um, this is actually a Excuse me. Um, this is something that I've thought about actually for a while uh, because I've taught events on this. I've taught seminars on this. And really, what is the difference between mastery and progress? Well, how I would break it down in the best, most redu uh, you know, reductive way is progress is we're trying to get better at something where if you're pursuing mastery, it's we're trying to become a better version of ourselves. So it's when we pursue mastery, it's that 
everything that we do of making progress in physical strength and mental strength is coming out of us in all different areas of our life. Because when you pursue mastery, you know that the process is a part of it because you never graduate from it. There's always more things that you can do to build up. So you're making progress during that line, but you're doing it in a bigger way. It's kind of, it's coming out of you. It's coming out of your character. It's coming out of your persona. Um, you walk with a confidence of what you do because you know, you're part of the, you're, 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 focusing on the process more. You can see even still going through this, there's so many different ways I can interpret the, interpret to, interpret this, but it's hard to, to fully get it out. But what I've seen from mastery is it all comes from within. And when you go to an event like this with CSFL is, I mean, we learn a, a few lifts, like it's not a crazy amount, but it's such a deep dive into forcing your way into those secrets, not just practicing you know, the art of it. It's that it's a pursuit of mastery. It's finding those little tiny details that make such a difference between executing something in your perfect way or somebody else's perfect way and finding what works best for you. And when you find that, then it's it's more than just getting better at a lift. It's something that just oozes out of you a lot more. And you can just feel that from all the people around when you're around a bunch of people that are not just aiming for progress, but they're really aiming to master themselves. It means that you're around a bunch of people that are pursuing becoming better versions of themselves, which means it's going past their physical strength that they're doing. They're talking about their coaching. They're talking about their parenting. They're talking about their marriage. They're trying to encompass a a strength within all areas of themselves. And when you do that and you're around those people, you can't help but just grab some of their energy when they have an abundance and they grab some of yours. So I kind of said at the end of this weekend, like it was, it was tough. There was a lot of physical uh, work that we did. I also had to recertify everything too. So Friday was kind of like a blur because barely ate anything because we recerted at lunchtime. And uh, so there was a lot to physically recover for, but I almost had almost a full week that I needed to mentally recover from this because it was such a high energy of, seeing people, seeing, you know, friends that you've made over the, uh, over the time and you haven't seen for years, but then you just catch eyes and you just embrace each other. Like your old, like your old friends and that you've just seen each other the other day. Um, when I saw my coach, Brett, you know, I haven't seen him in a million in a long time. And as soon as I saw him, it felt like we, we saw each other yesterday, you know, um, seeing these people that I've had on the podcast who I've developed strong connections with, but didn't meet in person before. And then actually saw in person, you just felt such this, this kindred spirit. It felt like you've been old friends forever. Um, this is why this, this community that I've been a part of with Strong First, I have felt has been so powerful to me. And I know others who have been through it. Uh, I think this can resonate with you. I think I'm singing out of the same hymn book that, that you've sung on before. But if you haven't been involved in this community at all, and you're looking to really aim and progress yourself, this is one thing that I would strongly encourage you to go into. Um, I really haven't been a commercial at all for a lot of this work or even plugged something like this before, but it is something that has made such an impact and such a power in my life to be in this now for 12 years and this weekend to see how much of an impact these people, this community, this leadership, and this system of training has been for me in my life. I would not be where I am today in my life, in my business, in my relationships, in my personal strength, in my 
uh, in my friendships, in the direction that I'm going in all of the ventures that I have without being a part of this community. You know, for years, I felt like I was solo in it when I was at a place that just didn't understand it. And now I've been involved in this community and been able to make some of these, you know, friendships that are like family. It feels like you're just seeing each other again for, you know, that you just saw each other yesterday, even though it's been years of going on. So that's really the three things that I wanted to, um, you know, dive in here, you know, with, uh, I know it's a lot of different avenues that I went in this talk, uh, but I wanted to get all this out because a lot of times these things, we kind of keep to ourselves. Sometimes these experiences, I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of self journaling for myself and introspection, but if it's something that I know can benefit somebody else, then staying silent feels like a lie, you know, so getting it out. And if this can help inspire anybody else who's on a journey of this, first off, I would let me give a couple of quick shout outs. Um, Fabio Zonin, Annalisa Naldi, um, Equan from Korea, uh, Sam, Andy, you guys did an unbelievable job of this attendee. Uh, Fabio, your, uh, Fabio Zonin, your ability to instruct and make it so easily digestible in this and be so open to answering questions to everybody. Um, you know, Annalisa, same type of thing. Your energy was just absolutely unbelievable and infectious this entire time. Um, Equan was absolutely amazing. He fixed my whole setup for the bench press um, to come all the way from, you know, Korea, uh, not know the language even too much in this, but had so much great inspiration, you know, for us in this time. Uh, this crew was just absolutely top notch. Um, and I know they give their time so freely in order to help us as attendees have the best experience because it is an investment and is an experience. You have to fly there. You have to stay overnight, you know, in this get out of your element and they do an absolutely unbelievable job. Um, you know, to my coach and my great, uh, mentor and friend, Brett Jones, who has been with me for so long now, I would not be who I am without you. I really appreciate it. And lastly, um, to all the people that came up in this event and uh, said they were fans of the podcast, thank you so much. Like it was so something I was not expecting at all. Um, I could not believe how many of you came up and just you know said that you enjoyed the podcast um, and were really you know happy with how everything was going and stuff. Like seriously, that was probably the biggest highlight of anything. Um, it made my entire weekend when two people came up at the beginning of it and uh, said that they they love the podcast and they listened to all the episodes. I was like, oh, it can. It can only go downhill from here. I was at such a high from there. So uh, anyway, uh, yes. So get out of your element, um, invest in the best that you can and pursue mastery over progress. Those are the three things that I would advise that I'm taking from not only this weekend, but really 12 years in the making of getting here. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm so excited to keep this podcast going, to have so many great guests that are coming on to share stories, insights, experiences, all that great stuff to help you become stronger every single day. All right, I will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like the show, please give it a five-star review, give it a thumbs up, all that good stuff. And if you wanna get the inside scoop on all new episodes coming up, behind the scenes insights and free training resources, then you can join the Strength Connection private Facebook group now. Just go to Facebook groups, type in the Strength Connection and join in. Also, don't forget to subscribe. See you soon.